You've come to hear what Psyche says. I'm Dr. Stephanie Vaughn, a licensed clinical psychologist. And I'm Sarah Kamita, a licensed professional counselor. We're just a couple of therapists without a target audience for this podcast. But hope it can be of some help to someone somewhere. Sally, I am really loving the fact that you are coming up with topics. And these are, I think, super important and applicable topics. And I am looking forward to talking about this one and hearing more about how this came up and what this topic means to you. We're referring to it as the best way I can refer to it. And we will explain more because I think once it gets explained, it's a little easier to understand, but the, the kind of little mantra is you don't have to tell or speak about what you know. You can just act on what you know. And so what I mean by that is that we have the ability to make decisions and act on those and change our behavior. And that does not mean we have to share that or reveal that decision or rationale or whatever with another person if, if involved. Um, so this is, this might sound a little contradictory to other podcasts we've talked about with direct communication and, you know, asking for what you want and not being passive aggressive or indirect or masked communication. And we're, we're going to get to that. You know, that's not necessarily what we mean more like we do not need to inform and tell everyone or anyone really, why we've made a decision or even that we've made a decision, we can just take action on that and that can be enough. Give me an example, Sally. Okay, so an example that comes to mind would be if you have a... I mean, of course, I'm very in the relational realm. So this is where my examples usually come from. So if you have a friend and let's say the relationship is not necessarily satisfying you or things aren't lining up with your values and maybe you're kind of rethinking things in terms of the status of that or your levels of intimacy... It is not required and to the point of this podcast could be argued might be even more problematic if you revealed all of that to the other person instead of simply altering and tweaking your behavior to be in line with the decision you made in terms of, "Eh, I think I need to take a step back from this friendship. I think I just need to change my perspective or how much time we spend together or how much I'm available to them or things like that. So you can just do those things. You don't need to say, hey, I've been really unsatisfied and I've been offended by this and I just don't think I want to be as close with you. And and that, so that doesn't need to be said. You can just do it. Right. So you're saying that in every situation, we, we don't have to go and explain ourselves before we execute our plan of setting boundaries. You're not saying that in every case, you that's what you need to do is just do what you're going to do and not explain it. I think you're saying that is an option because as we know, you know, there are some times we're going to we're going to want that confrontation because some you know some of that it really is a confrontation you know or you may not feel like it's a confrontation the other person can experience it like a confrontation so we take your example of you've got a friend and you're like is this person really a friend is this friendship 
viable? Is this something that I want in my life? And, and I'm working with a few clients who are experiencing that. And then it's like, well, you decide, no, it's not. And I'm not going to put as much emotional and effort into it and time. And so you're going to change the way that you react, you interact with this person. And is it necessary to tell them to inform them? And what you're saying is it's not necessary. You may want to do that. And that's a whole other that's a whole other topic is whether or not you need to have that conversation with them. If you've been talking to them every day, you're probably going to have to say something, you know, you're, you're probably going to have to explain something because they're going to notice the stark contrast. If you can change your behavior and it's something that's probably going to just fall under the radar and they're not going to notice then you got to ask yourself the question, what's the point in the conflict or the confrontation if I don't have to have it? If you want to have it, you also want to explore that. You know, what's your intent? Are you wanting to inflict pain on the other person? I think shockingly, there are many times that that is actually the case for people who are not complete psychopaths. So, or sadists. So you want to feel free to explore that with yourself that if, and then noticing <laughs> that you have that yeah. desire, you can then write on your, on your own time or with your therapist, um, right. but you explore that and you notice mm, actually, yeah, I'm trying to stick it to them a little bit that, you know, that's okay. Don't hate on yourself for that. If that's not within your values, which I imagine it's probably not, then you're going to want to shift your intention. So there's the part of deciding, do I want to have it out with this person or can I just change my behavior and get the results I'm looking for? Yes. And I mean, there might be, I'm just noticing all the judgments I'm even having about some of the thoughts that have come into my mind. I'm like, Ooh, really? So there might be some unpopular opinions today and that's okay. But one of the things I was thinking of too, when you were talking about, are they going to notice and what's the point of having the confrontation? You know, there could be multiple reasons as to why, but one that popped into my head was, are you having this confrontation because you need to, because, you know, not having it would be pretty obvious in itself and the behavior change, et cetera. Like, is it possible you're, you know, you wouldn't have, you want to have the confrontation too, because you want like you want them to fight for you, you know, things like that, where now we're getting into some other um, interpersonal things of like, I think we should break up. And then, you know, the other person's like, no. And, or I think our relationship, you know, needs, I just don't want to spend as much time with you anymore. And you're really trying to get something else out of it. And to that point, that kind of brings us to the idea of we would not advise this idea of just taking action if there is an ulterior motive. So if you've right, thought about it on your own time, you talked with your therapist, you've meditated, you've journaled, <laughs> you've asked wise mind, and it said, yep, take a step back, just tweak yourself a little bit and how you interact with this person, how you, you know, are available to them, what you're willing to do for with them, whatever. Great, cool, move forward. If you're saying, well, I'm just not going to respond to them for five hours. So they ask me what's wrong, right? And like, cause that's a little bit of an action. So if your action that you're trying to bring about really is 
the ulterior motive of I want to signal something or have a conversation about something, that's not what we're talking about. That's passive aggressive. That's um, indirect communication. That's, you know, mass communication. That is a whole other ball game, which also talk to your therapist about. But <laughs> this podcast, we're talking about that it is not required. I feel like there's a tendency because yeah, being direct and being open and telling people, being vulnerable and telling people how you feel is preached so much these days that sometimes we're overlooking the aspect of, well, actually, like that could be a problem or that could cause more dysfunction than if someone just kind of kept their mouth shut and just acted how they wanted to act. So, Sally, do you have an example of when someone has informed? someone about what they're planning on doing and it really may not have been the best idea. I do have an example of that. So the the first thing that comes to mind, I touched on it a little bit, is if you're in a non-official, defined, committed, uh, romantic relationship, and let's imagine you are not satisfied or really happy with the way things are going and you've reflected on it and come to the conclusion that it is in your best interest or the right decision to take a step back and let things maybe fall as they may take a step back from the relationship not and not in a a way of you're trying to get them to you know come to you right that was what i was saying before and that was that was not that's not the point here but where you could just start taking action on those things. So when they ask you to do something, if they do, right? Maybe you say, oh, i sorry, I can't, you know, whatever. Maybe you're not reaching out to them and talking to them as much. Maybe you're not, you're going to stop sending them memes on Instagram, right? So things like that, where you can just take those little tweaks towards what your plan is. And I'm, I'm, you know, talking here in terms of, like I said, it's not an established relationship. It's not like I'm encouraging ghosting. It's more just you can kind of decide that and fade out a little bit. Of course, if that is appropriate, not if y'all are really together, it would be rude to ghost. We're not, we're not pro ghosting. Where I would see this being an issue is if you brought it up to them and said, you know, Hey, I'm dissatisfied and I just don't see how this relationship's going to work because I guess really the point is if you bring that up it it welcomes the conversation. <laughs> like it almost then gives the other person hope <laughs> or this opportunity to say can we figure this out? Can we work on it? And if you want that, then by all means, have that conversation, right? But if you've decided or if you're not necessarily strong enough to set that limit, you know, what could end up happening is just, it's a complete unnecessary conflict and drama really that doesn't need to happen where you can really just, like I said, especially if it's even a friend where, unless it's going to be really obvious and they'll notice, you can just right not spend as much time with them or not talk to them as much or not, you know, offer to help them when they ask if 
you know, you can do something or whatever. And you can just make those behavior changes. You know, it, it could be a problem if you brought that up to the friend and they're like, what are you talking about? And um, that's so not true. And so there could actually be damage to the relationship. So that's where I'm coming from in that sometimes it's maybe more in line with prioritizing the relationship to not have this direct conversation about the problem you have with someone. And you can just take action based on that in order to preserve it, if that's the goal. I agree. And I would extend that to also include if you have a history of saying that you're going to do something or saying that you're going to change and then not doing it and because it's too hard or it's, you know, you just things come up, whatever, whatever. The execution of what you say you're going to do is difficult, inconsistent, and you're very inspired this time, though, to follow that through. It's better to just follow that through than to, you know, announce it to someone that you're going to do it and then not. So I know that flies in the face of some of the recommendations. If you're going to quit a habit, then you want to tell someone about it. The problem is that there, I mean, we all know there are probably times where you've told someone, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to stop doing this or I'm going to start doing that. And you have said it before and then you, you just, it doesn't happen. And the other person can get frustrated that it's not happening. So they're asking you to change something. I'm totally going to change that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to, and then you don't. So the action speaking louder than words can be really important. If you're working on something, you're telling someone, I'm really going to, I'm really going to work on, you know, not having these anger outbursts. I'm going to work on, Um, you know, talking nicer to the kids. I'm going to work on, I'm not going to be doing the same stuff that I've been doing. And the other person is exasperated with hearing that too often and they're not buying it anymore. Um, Then it's important to do it instead of talking about doing it, executing it. And then you can always go back and say, the reason why I did this is because of this and have you noticed and whatever, but there, that's another time when talking about it can be a barrier to the relationship. And really, Sally, you said that the other person can, you know, they didn't invite a conversation. The alternative is it, it also, if it invites it and the person doesn't attend, then you're, you're in a party by your damn self. You know what I mean? Where you're like, you send the invitation. I'm interested in, in doing this. I'm going to do this. And if you, you know, this can tie into an ultimatum. If you don't do it, then this is what's going to happen or I'm going to withdraw from the relationship and you're sending that invitation all gilded and the other person's like, okay, they're not taking you up on it. That can be really hurtful as well. So you just want to look at not just the immediate of what's it going to feel like to tell this other person that I'm doing this. I'm not going to be as friendly with you anymore. I'm not going to be talking to you as often. Then you're like, if there's emotion involved there. So that goes both with the ultimatum podcast that we just did and this one. If there's a lot of emotion in the telling of it, in the 
you know, in the, this is what I'm going to do, then we need to be a little more careful about whether or not we're going to do it because it suggests that there's some relief or, you know, something you're getting out of the telling it that goes beyond the action that it is you're going to be doing. Yes. And so what I'm not saying or what's not being spoken in this is I think there's understanding that what we're talking about in some way involves a dissatisfaction in a relationship. I'm guessing that there's something that you're like, oh, I need to, I need to do things different. You know, one thing that comes to mind, just a like a cliche phrase is, oh, I guess we are not as good of friends as I thought we were. And I'm sure we've all been in that position and felt that before. And it, I guess it begs the question for me, if you're in a position with another person and you're getting the vibe that they don't like you as much as you like them, or you're not as good of friends as maybe you thought you were, or the relationship just isn't what you thought, you know, all these different things. Exactly your point. Why on earth would you go ahead and invite this conversation of, hi, you did this thing and it I don't like it and that's not my definition of friendship or you're not meeting my expectation. If the thought in your mind is, I guess we're not as good of friends as I thought based on their behavior, right? It's like, what do you think is going to happen? They might say, yeah, we're not. So we, and again, we have the authority to decide what we want to decide. And in that we can, we can take people's behavior and, you know, it doesn't mean mind reading. It doesn't mean making these conclusions. We can just make the conclusion of whether we like that or not, and then take action, you know, based on that. And it doesn't need to have this conversation. You know, I, like I'm just imagining, yeah, if you have a, a friend and they are hurting your feelings or they're just really not, yeah, meeting your expectation and you bring up that conversation, you know, I just don't like, how do you think that's going to go? You know, I don't think you're a very good friend to me and I'm feeling left out all the time and you're not doing this and da, 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 da. And they might say, well, I don't see you as that good of a friend. Like who knows? But it almost just doesn't make sense if in this context, we're looking at, you know, you, the individual has a problem with something and really it's, you want to change your behavior based on that, right? Like what, What's the point in bringing that up even? Well, in the irony of bringing up a discussion of friendship with the person you've already identified as being not a good friend. So what do you expect from not a good friend? You expect an open and kind conversation, collaborative, you know, it doesn't work like that. So you, what's the point? We may just be trying to, you know, make a point and feel superior, like, oh, I'm a good friend. And then if you want to have a conversation about friendship, you certainly don't start it with, you know, I don't think you're a very good friend to me. You want to be a little more, take a little more accountability than that. But that's a whole other podcast. So I think that uh, hopefully this is helpful uh, in helping people feel better about taking action without having to explain preemptively every single time that you're going to take action that is going to impact another person. And I think you even mentioned, Sally, before we started this podcast, that letting other people know you're going off of social media. I mean, you can not say that that's a terrible thing to do. It's like you don't have to do that. You can. And if somebody's going to wear you out about why are you not on social media, 
then it would certainly be a thing to do. And at the same time, you know, it's not required by law. No one, no one, no one requires that. And we give you the pass as therapists. We give you the pass. You don't have to do that, you know. So think about what is my intention when it comes to communication, always when we're communicating, what's my intention? What are my intentions? And is the way that I'm doing this likely to bring that about? Uh, In this case, sometimes actions speak louder than words. So Sally, we want everyone to follow us on Instagram, don't we? Yes, you can follow us on Instagram. Go to our website, like our podcast, subscribe. If you guys have any questions or you want us to talk more about different subjects or just more about some of the things we have, please comment. We do actually read those. We've done a couple podcasts based on comments from other people and and clarifying questions. And you know that's really helpful for us because we want to do things that are helpful for our listeners. Totally. And so we're at at Psyche. That's P-S-Y-C-H-E-P-L-L-C. And we hope to hear from you soon. We hope that this has been of some help to someone somewhere. somewhere.